0: 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
0: Strap yourself in
1: because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Until I die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now,
0: here's your host. Right, Chris.
1: Alright, everybody. How the devil? That's right, devil, are we all? Welcome along. It's Tuesday night, it's nine o'clock. It's not Crackerjack, but it can only mean one thing. It is the weekly prediction show. Um, for those of you that regular watchers of this um you'll know last season i didn't come bottom um i came one off the bottom because we had steve linux in every week god love him and he loves doing it he's just particularly not good at it now he hasn't been in this season yet because he's been working and now he's just taking a quick break so um, he's doing rather well he's at the top of the tree uh, it has to be said uh, and i'm not i'm not not happy but he's got 13 points brad he's in second place with 11 and i'm we don't need to go into actual results at all you know we won't worry about that um holiday so we've got a special guest in and It's great. You've probably seen me posting this a bit, but uh, he's here and wants to have a chat about a great thing he's doing. Brad won't mind, I'm sure, if I just keep him uh, in the back room a little bit longer. But first of all, very good evening to Mr. Jerry Taggart. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Chris. How's it going? And not three bad. Thank you very much. Not three bad. And
3: yourself? Yeah. I'm just, uh, it's just started the rain here. So yeah, I'm just glad I'm in. I'm in. the telly's crap as well chris tonight
1: so you
3: know so i couldn't think of a better place to be than talking. <laughs> about
1: well we had rain this morning and it's gone and it's still as hot as it ever was but um now i did mention that the charity now i'm sure you can pronounce this better than myself but it is the Silver regis legacy trust um and you know some people that are going to be trekking Machu Picchu, is that right?
3: To me it sounds like a Pokemon, but Yeah I was lucky enough to become friends with Cyril a few years ago in Portugal when we were on a golf dirty golf event Mm. Uh, we we became myself and my wife became really friendly with with Cyril and his wife and then unfortunately, you know, Cyril passed away a couple of years ago and his wife, Julia, set up a set up the Cerro Regis Legacy Trust to help disadvantaged kids. Uh, and so my wife has sort of joined along with, with Julia Regis and they picked uh, to, to go to uh, Trek Mat- Picchu in, in Peru, which is a 10 day trip, six days trekking. Uh, and I think it's like 10 to 15 hard miles uphill uh, for at least four of those days until they get to the top and then two days coming back down so no easy task and uh I think they really wanted to push themselves the this one so it's not it's not the tourist way to the top of matter it's the proper hardcore uh you know hardcore way to, to try and get up there so I think it's a really good cause instead for disadvantaged kids and obviously yeah, uh, He's asked me to try and push it as much as a counselor can raise a target and you were kind enough to to try and you know help me do that
1: well the the link is actually if you're on youtube guys watching this the link is actually uh pinned to the top of the chat on youtube so the link is there the link's going across the bottom as well we have mentioned it in facebook and i i'm I mean I'm I'm knackered just thinking about it, you know. I mean who's not exactly the coldest place, is it, I would imagine?
3: Well, let's put it this way, when she said she was doing it, I just the first thing I said, well, make sure you don't invite me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the only reason being I just didn't fancy the, so. just that six days, you know, trekking yes i don't i and I, I enjoy my walk and i can't run anymore some people said i could never run but uh, <laughs> i'm walking but you know a nice five to six mile jaunt on a sunday afternoon is as bad as far as i do i mean these girls are really gonna be putting themselves through the ringer to try and get to the top place that they are and i mean
1: as they all power to them it, it, we probably heard about it when he was manager and he had that, that hill that he made. Uh, that looked bad enough, but uh, yeah. yeah, please, please do. It's a great charity. It's for underprivileged kids. If you've got kids of your own, then like me, you know, you feel, it doesn't matter how little or how much you can, every little helps. Please, to say the links in the banner going across the bottom there. And it's also pinned to the top of the chat in the uh on the YouTube page And we'll remind people towards the end as well But um, wish all the best, uh, Jerry, And uh, I say enjoy 10 days With the peace
3: Absolutely, looking <laughs> forward to it
1: believe. <laughs> I'm sure you are And um, somebody we always look forward To having on, and we couldn't get him tonight So instead of that, we've got Brad Good evening, Brad, how are you?
2: Uh, I'm good, thanks, Chris uh, Good evening yourself, and uh, Good evening as well to you, Gerry Great to have you on yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be a bit awkward when I start cheering if I beat Jerry on the scores because sometimes uh, <laughs> I'm trying to be the top as when well Steve's on there. No
1: well, oh, oh, victory, my friend. Don't worry about
2: that. <laughs> I don't know. I
1: mean, Jerry's playing his parts down here, but you know, we have an yeah. Xbox League as well, don't we, Jerry? On 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 the red yeah. side. And last season.
3: I won it, didn't
1: I? You did. You won it, yes. Um, you were being oh. too honest, you see. I was sticking by the fact that we were going to win every game. I was, and that I came sort
3: of. Walsh, wasn't it? And... Sorry? I was only up against Steve Walsh, wasn't in Monitor. <laughs> no, Steve Walsh,
1: Ian Marshall. Yeah, Martin <laughs> Marshall. Yeah, you know, it's an old print. Ian Wilson, um, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Linex, and me. And I came bottom. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to fix it this season I'm sure but um Terry says can I say hello to you Chris and the Leicester legend uh, what about Jerry <laughs> oh sorry I think he means Jerry sorry Brad I think he's- <laughs> <laughs> uh Doug hello Chris and Jerry I mean this was all before you came on Brad obviously uh Terry says hi Jerry great watching you play and Miss Molina said hi good. Chris and Jerry good evening to everybody that is in um look there was some shock results shall we say um Jerry last week I mean not Leicester's I think we all kind of expected that um deep down. But, I mean Forest winning I mean yeah. that that hurt Big, big
3: result for Forest at the weekend after the the opening game against Newcastle where Apparently, they didn't really perform that well. Uh, And so, you know, the pressure was on them to try to get a good result at home, you know, in the the first home Premier League game for God knows how many years. So, yeah, you know, you've got to give them credit where credit's due. You know, obviously, West Ham had their chances, Mm. but they've managed to hold on. And that's what it's about, Chris, especially when you're a club that have just come up from the Championship. You know, sometimes you've got to ride your luck, and you've just got to hang in there for dear life. And you know that's what they did at the weekend.
1: Yeah, and of course, as we see the news there, I mean, what a shame about Man United.
3: Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'm there's far more well versed and well educated pundits on Man United than me. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you on that. This one, <laughs> you know, we were I, in tears, I, weren't we, Brad? I, I it's one tear. <laughs> uh, I think we are yeah. seeing... had enough. Had enough problems back in the nineties trying to put up a, a, you
1: know what? A... <laughs> What's the saying? Couldn't happen to a nicer team. Um, but wow. uh, good evening, Spencer. How are you? Well, like I say, forgetting um last week Now, looks like I say, I didn't do uh, didn't do that well. um Let's have a look at this week's games. So we're going to start off with um, the Saturday morning game, which is on BT. It's in, it's in red because it's on the TV. Tottenham Hotspur are playing Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, I mean, Jerry, looking at this one, Tottenham Hotspur look like they're going to have a really good season. I mean, I know they had the Battle of the Bridge again or whatever it was at, at the weekend, but... Good manager in, he's got you know a lot of new signings in that he would have wanted. Um they're up there in fourth and Wolves I know, I still can't get over the fact that they let Connor Cody go, but uh, I think Wolves might struggle this season.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's that's that's your banker, isn't it? I know it could also become your, your coupon buster, but I think yeah. like you say, it's it's early on in the season, yes, Tottenham are involved in the Champions League, but that's not for another couple of weeks down the line. Uh, so, I think, like you say, they've had a good start. Good good comeback against Chelsea. They will be absolutely flying against Wolves. I, I, I can see this being 3-0. 3-0, right.
1: And
2: Brad? It's not looking good for Wolves' early doors, is it really? I mean, last season, you know, they lost a manager that had achieved a lot with them. And you saw for the majority of last season until so they kind of picked up near the end that, you know, Bruno Large maybe went back to the way he was doing <laughs> things, and that maybe saved their season a bit because they weren't looking great. I mean, I know we only just beat them on the opening day, but they didn't really cause too much of a threat, if we're being honest. And they looked a bit lacklustre. I know they're supposed to be close to breaking their transfer record to sign another Portuguese import, I believe, you know, the, them in the team? Oh, sorry, what? What's signing somebody? Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's a foreign object to Leicester at the moment in this transfer window. But I have to agree with Jerry, and he, he's not the score on. He's been copying my own work because I'd already preempted this and, and got three 0 in my head. I think Spurs are going to cruise this one. So I'm I'm maxing the score It's the way you say I'm close to Steve this way, Chris. See Yeah, like I said, I forgot to tell you, Jerry. he just like to copy people's
1: homework. We might have to make him start going first soon. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm with you two. I I've got Tottenham actually finishing third this season. I've got Wolves struggling. Um I'm actually gonna go one better. I'm gonna go four nil. Mm. I think it could very well be um uh a route, shall we say. Um, now, Palace, um, Jerry, our uh, host in Aston Villa. Um, Villa, surprisingly beaten by Bournemouth on the first day, but they had Everton away. And Everton, let's be honest with you, last season were awful away. And yeah. to, the King, to the King Power, of course. Um, Palace uh, got a very good point against Liverpool. Fully deserved. Um, so there's gonna be a lot of pressure on Stephen Gerrard this season, isn't
3: there? Yeah, you'd have thought so. Uh again, you know, we spent a bit of money. Uh he brought he brought the centre half in, didn't he? Mm. Uh from from the well, their name on the club escapes you, but I know he spent some money on the centre half. Palace, I quite like Palace. I have to say, I think they're a decent outfit. Uh and I think they're decent at home as well. You know, I know I watched the highlights of the game against Arsenal on the opening day, and I know although Arsenal won the game, I thought it was a really tight affair at times, and they ruled you looked a little bit Arsenal. So I can see this game. You know, this game is one of those ones where it could end up being anything. Yeah. Either team could quite easily win it. it could quite easily be a score draw. It qu- could quite easily be a board draw. Mm. But I am gonna go for a two one home victory
1: to Palace. Two one to Palace. There we go. Um but yeah, like I say, Palace started well last season. Um fell away, you know, in, in the latter part of it. Um, Aston Villa, I I think I don't think he's gonna be in any trouble at all, Stephen Gerard, but this is his team now, isn't it?
2: yeah it is and this is where he'll come more under the microscope not just from fans of the sport but from the board above because they've been blessed to have that money they you know they made a great deal of money off jack Relish, which which on paper and you, you you'd be hard to press say eh? they spent it quite wisely to be fair you know they brought bailey in from leverkusen um they got Wendia off Norwich and and they looked all pretty much set obviously the reunion with Cortinho was very much hyped for obvious reasons. Uh but this is his testing season. This is where you know now he's got them foundations and he's been given, you know, all that to build. He's got to now prove he's up to that task. And I'm sure he will. It just depends on the patience of the board. I don't think they're gonna have a terrible season by any means, but I think it's gonna be a struggle to start and get that flow in the way he really wants it, because you know, we've said this about Rogers when he first came in. When did he really start implementing it? I know some managers try and do it from the go. I'm sure Jerry's word for a few. Um, but some managers let it run its course for maybe that season or, or a bit. And then they give what they did at other clubs a, a, a go. And this is what we'll see from um, from Gerard, I reckon, this season. But talking of managers that kind of made a, sh- uh, a shock to everybody, who U- here U- was saying Vieira won not last six weeks in the job? When he took over palace, I was one of them. I put yeah. the hands up and say that. I thought he'd be yeah. one of the
1: fans to go.
2: Yeah, and you know, really impressed me is what he's doing as a manager. What he's continuing to do. Very unlucky against Liverpool. You know, it's very hard as we've seen over the years with the record to go to Anfield and get anything. In fact, it's quite a big statement. The papers, you know, normally wet themselves over it when someone beats or draws against Liverpool at Anfield. So to do that, it's no mean feat, even against ten men and. I'm, I'm kind of feeling like how much do they put their energy into that game because we know Palace just seem a side that's susceptible to putting all the races into a big game and then in smoke for the next couple of games while they recharge, sort of thing. So I'm, I don't think they'll lose, but I'm going to go for a one or draw. That was
1: a short answer from Vlad, by the way. Lord, Lord, believe <laughs> I'm not, that was short answer. Sometimes he goes on a little okay. bit, that
3: time. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm. Still, I'm Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed man.
1: <laughs> Rich is in. Good evening, Rich. How the devil are you, sir? Um, yeah, well, we'll come to United later. They have had a mention. Don't, don't don't, go back and have a look. Don't go back and have a look. Uh, I've got this as a draw as well. Um, and I'm agreeing with you, Brad, after all that. 1-1. <laughs> one, one. Um, <laughs> nothing else to add, I have to be honest. <laughs> um, okay. um,
3: it is one of those games that you mm. know yeah. you, you can't really call it because no. you need two decent Premier League sides uh, yeah. who are quite capable of beating each other.
1: Yes, yeah.
3: You know how you
2: said before, you know how you said earlier, Jerry, that the first game's a coupon killer because it's an early kickoff. Well, this one's a, a coupon avoider, isn't it? This is a game yeah, and look absolutely. at. The and go, I'm not absolutely. putting that on
1: if You would, <laughs> put put the way of Barge pole. No, no, and um, uh, Rich says he thinks he'll lose. Yeah, you uh, you're entertaining Liverpool, Rich. Mm. <coughs> Maybe close your eyes for ninety minutes. Right, next up we have um, Everton, who are hosting the second best team in Nottingham, uh, Notts Forest. Um, they hate that. That's why I love saying it. I mean, Jerry, Everton. <sighs> I thought played all right. I watched the Everton-Chelsea yeah. game, and I thought they played really, really well. They then went, like I say, to Villa, like we've just said, and 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 they lost, which was the problem last season. Forest um, started off um, with a loss to Newcastle um, and managed to beat West Ham the other night. Oh, no, West Ham. If there's any West Ham fan watching, you had one job. One job, and you messed it up. Uh, I mean, you'd have to go back to 1999 to see when these two last met in the Premier League. Um, Fingers crossed for Everton, eh, Gerry?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, Everton are struggling, aren't they? A little bit up top. Uh, I think, you know, a few few guys that I know that are Everton supporters, they're they're playing some decent stuff, but they're crying out for a centre-forward. So, obviously, that sort of tells you that goals is Mm -hmm. the issue at the minute. Or is still a little bit of the unknown, you have to say. Two games in, one, 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 lost one. Third game is just the one to draw. Yeah. Uh, or, like you say, do Everton get off the mark with, you know, a home win? And I think Everton are going to win this by one goal to nil. I think it's going to be another, a, a bit of a slog, let's call mm. it, a bit of a yeah. slog this but I think Everton will just about have enough to get over the line in this so 1-0 Everton 1-0 Everton right
1: Brad they've spent a lot of money Forest um doesn't always work look at Fulham um it, it sometimes you can buy too many players I think we wouldn't yeah, know I... that we wouldn't know that being left to fan this season but I personally think you can uh you can have too many
2: Yeah, you you can. I mean, you just mentioned one team that's done it twice and and, and dropped down from doing it. QPR infamously did it with a lot of big names. Um, And it doesn't always work. It's settling. It's language barriers from wherever you're signing players from. It's getting their comfortability. It takes time. And Forest would have looked at their opening three fixtures and fancied getting off to an okay start because that's pivotal. It doesn't matter how massive a club you think you are, like a Leeds when they came back up and Forest because they won a few European Cups in the 80s. But the truth of the matter is you've got to get a start. And had they lost to West Ham, because they wrote their luck, I think Rice missed a penalty or had it saved, didn't he, as well? So they were lucky, I think, to, to come away with that win. But that would have settled them down. And I, can't, I still can't figure everything out. I don't know if they've recovered from last season or not uh, because of how indifferent both games were. Not just the results but the way they played so i'm going to go for I'm, i can't say forest to win it i just can't my me, <laughs> me brain won't allow me to complete that sentence fully so i'm going to go to all
0: to
1: all you're going for the draw i must admit well, mine's already in there as you can see 2-1 two, to everton for me uh although and it, it really does hurt me to say this because i haven't got not forest to go down and I think they've got a really good manager. And I think that could be the difference between them staying up and going down. Uh, that's why I think as much as obviously I like Bournemouth because they're down the road from me and I want them to stay up. I can see them going down, but we'll come on to them later. But yeah, Everton are just a different fish at home for me. Uh, fish, that, <laughs> But, you know, like, I, I I think, you know, when you've got the fans behind them, it's going to be a win. Uh, a tight game, but a win for them. Um What can I say, Gerrit, about Brentford that's probably not been said this week? I mean, what a result. Was it 30 minutes and they were 4-0 up or 30 minutes and they were up? I mean, I was glad they stayed up last season because I do like the smaller clubs coming up. I really wish Luton had come up uh, last term. But, yeah, I I I love everything that Brentford do. You know, they've not replaced the shirts. They've kept the shirts the same for two years. They're up there with Leicester, I think, you know, in in looking after the fans. Um and I, I think Fulham are gonna struggle as well this season. Yeah. Uh but again it's an
3: for me, it's another another hard one but I think obviously the game against Man United was a bit of a, a one off uh in regards, but they showed against Leicester that they've got that, you know, bounce back ability, let's call it. Uh, coming from 2-0 down to draw 2-2 and again Leicester really should have finished off the substitutions that Thomas Frank made I thought were excellent uh, and and obviously you know helped Don Martin Brentford getting that result Then obviously you go to the Man United game C- can you look too deeply into that mm. yeah. yes Sam no but you've got to say it was a bit of a freak result taking off away from Brentford You know, Man, but Man United just at the minute look to be all over the place. But their tails are high, yeah. Mm. They'll be full of confidence, especially after that result against United. So yeah, you you can't look past Brentford. I'll I'll be honest with you, Uh, but I think it's going to be a a tight game. This one, Uh, it's Fulham the play, you say? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. The play. Fulham away
3: the West London derby then, isn't it? Yeah. So, and two of the the smaller clubs in West London. Again, I could quite easily see this being a draw. And I'm probably going to go for a draw. I'm going to go for 2-2. I'm going to go for the Desmond. There you go. Nothing wrong with having a Desmond thrown in
1: there every now and again. Um, Brad, when we, we, we said... Last
2: season, how much we liked Brentford, didn't we? Um, can you yeah. see Fulham getting anything from this? Uh, Fulham look a little bit stronger as an outset uh, this this time around. Um, you know they got a very creditable draw, just like Palace did on the opening day against uh, Liverpool. Um, and yeah, they look, they look a little bit more different. It look like they've got a bit more about them, and you know Brent. Uh, yeah, I know it's only two games in but after a big killer victory like that because I know what Jerry's saying yes Manchester United over the last recent months and seasons have probably been a bit more susceptible to losing but n- nonetheless to go and stuff them 4-0 is, is is no easy feat for any club to do and sometimes what happens is, is you get the game that comes around and your expectations rise a little bit and you get a little bit ahead of yourself and then you find yourself maybe 1-0 down in the first 10 minutes and, and you've got to set yourself i can see it's been a good game really high scoring game i'm going to go one more goal than Jerry, though and i'm just going to give the edge to brentford still i think they're going to sneak this three-two. Three-two. wow
1: okay um i've got to be honest with you um again I've, I've got i've actually got fulham staying up but by the skin of the teeth um the clubs that i predicted to go down are doing quite well, so we won't, won't mention who they are. But yeah, I like Brentford. Uh, they're going to be on a high, whatever sort of team Man United put out, whether it was good, any problems. To, to beat Man United 4-0 in the manner in which they did would give any any squad a boost. And they're going to be riding high on that. Uh, not unlike the you know, the opening day last season when they beat Arsenal. And I'm, I'm going to go not quite as high as you, Brad. I'm going to have a 1-2 to to Brentford an away an away win I can't remember how much that was is that one and a half on the pools I'm not sure uh, to be honest with you but oh here we go here we go Leicester City hosting Southampton yeah I mean that, <laughs> that's pulling your hair out isn't it I mean uh, Southampton I'm not gonna lie are one of the teams that I've got uh, actually going down um I just think it's their turn. I think, you know, they've come close a few years. I think Ralph's running out of ideas. I mean, watching a vlog from some of Southampton fans for match day uh, vlogs uh, for the match they played Leeds last and drew 2-2, they were not playing that well. Um, But I just don't know what sort of Leicester's going to turn up, Gerry. I also don't know how many players we're going to have left. Well, I've, I've got no issues with this one.
3: Personally, I think Leicester will win this 2-0. Uh, I think, OK. I thought but Leicester played OK against Arsenal, I have to be honest with you. You know, I thought they were decent, OK. came up against a very good Arsenal side. Uh, and Gabriel Jesus, who was in sparkling form, there is sorry that for everyone to see. But I think, like the game against Brentford, you know, Leicester showed the quality that they have. Uh again, they're thinking two goals and I can't see Southampton coming back from that the way, in the way Brentford did. So I think if they still play you know with that confidence going forward, yes, there's a few issues that you know you can't get away with conceded six goals in two games, Leicester, but they've mm-hmm. scored four goals in two games. And so for me this is a game that really suits Bets Leicester City, so I'm going two
1: 0 two Some good points made there, Brad. Um, I mean, that first 45 against Brentford, you know, the first game of the season, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> this is we've got our Leicester back." And against Arsenal, we came up. And I and I had Lee Judges on the show uh, last night from AFTV. So if, you, if you've not seen that, do go and uh, and it's still on. It's still in the, under the latest shows on the channel. And he was saying pretty much what Jerry was there. He said, you know, not to be too despondent because Leicester didn't play as badly as we probably thought they did. They just came up against an amazing Arsenal side. Um I mean, Jesus just got two goals and two assists. What more can you ask for from your striker? Um, and... You know, Chris,
3: adding the bargain, just after... Leicester pull a goal back to make the 2-1, Danny Ward makes that mistake and yep. gives it that goal. Now, I know hindsight's a wonderful thing, but that is an unforced error. Danny Ward cannot make a mistake like that again, number one. Mm. But mm. what I was trying to say is, if he, if he doesn't make that mistake, then the momentum is with Leicester in that game. And it's taken away by that unforced error that, you know, You've got to say that keeper. You don't see those kind of mistakes from keepers that often in the Premier League. In today's game, you have to. So yeah. for me, I'm thinking Danny Boar's going to get that out of his system. Going to prove a point next week with a clean sheet and three points in the
1: bag. You heard, heard it here first, folks. I'll clip that and I'll replay it on the post-match on Saturday. But, no, it's true, though, isn't it, Brad? Like I say, there was times when we we were playing very, very well. And I think sometimes you look at the result and look at the fact that we got back into the game twice and we gave it away straight away, but you've got to look at the reasons. Um, but Southampton, I mean, I, they're just – I don't know – I mean, he's doing such a good job there, in fairness, Ralph, right now. But last season, you know, we, we got a 2-2 draw down at, at their place. And, of course, we beat them 4-1 when we had all our players back at the end of the season. Um, I, I know I don't go against my team, but I, I've got to go for a Leicester win. Are, are you going to make it a full house, Brad?
2: Uh, uh, I mean, I, I, I am, because I just this is like Jerry said it's, it's kind of probably more a perfect game for Leicester than it is Southampton because both teams have alright Leicester you say Arsenal you could grant that but they haven't had the best of starts in terms of points picked up They, you know Leicester despite how well we played in that like 45 minutes there's no way they did not come off that pitch feeling that's a missed opportunity to get off the season with, with three points on, on the board but it is football and, and I also agree with Jerry. I mean we talked about it In our post-match Didn't we I said Mafana ran the length Of the pitch twice One to nearly put it in the net One to get back And make the challenge If he puts that in Like good old Jerry Tiger Would have done When he played up front For Leicester it, You know It could have been A different story In a different game with Leicester go One and up in that You know the way, the way Leicester's Momentum carries them When they get in front um, Weird bit This game isn't it Three games in and, and both managers Have parts of their fan base Wanting them gone I mean Ralph Hassel, who maybe fans feel he's got a bit stale and taking the club as far as he can because they seem to rinse and repeat seasons. They start off well, they fall away, they do enough at the end, and then they go again, sort of thing. Um, and I think if if we kind of, I'm not saying 9-0 them again, but if we give them a beating like we've dished out at the King Power before, like a 4-5-0, that could be another manager added to the death list at Leicester City losing their jobs because... I think the patience is wearing thin at Southampton with their fan base, and and I, th- I think we could, you know, kind of clear the air a bit because there's also been the animosity around our club with the transfers, all these, you know, no smoke about fire, but stories going on, and on with all the players, the unsettling. One of something's got to give for one of these teams, and being as we're completely 100% biased, Leicester here, I'm going to say that it's going to be Leicester to get the victory, and I'm going three 0
1: we went 3 0. I have gone kind of in between, as you can see there. I, th- I think we're going to get the win. Um, I'm just not sure about our defense at the moment. I think if, if, if when the team sheets announced. Again, and I see a Marty on the left of a back three. I think I'll probably go and take the dog for a walk for ninety minutes. <laughs> it could be a long afternoon. And nothing. I love a Marty. I'm one of his. I've really changed. You know, turned around, But I just don't think that's the best position for him. But you know, we don't know what goes on obviously behind the scenes. Uh, the next game, which is the late game on the Saturday, and uh, therefore on, on the television. My local team, if you like, Bournemouth, uh, up against Arsenal. I mean, Jerry, I, I moved down to Bournemouth, Pool 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I always say this story. I can remember the Bournemouth players outside the Pavilion Theatre with buckets collecting money to keep the club going. Minus yeah. 17 um, points. Uh, and they get, they get a guy in, Eddie Howe, and... Yeah. And had we not won the Premier League that season, I think they they would have been the story of the season, from where they came from to where they, they ended up. Yeah. But Arsenal, I mean, they, they they gave us a lesson. I've got them finishing fourth, I think, and I'm, I'm wondering whether that's actually high enough for them. If they turn in performances like that every season, they are going to take a hell of a lot of scalps.
3: Yeah, and know. I think, you know, obviously or to what's he been in there eighteen months, something like that, two mm. years. Uh two years, I think, yeah. Two years, yeah. And you know, he, he's taken him time, he's had his critics as well from from the Arsenal fans. Yeah. Oh yeah. But but it just goes to show you, you know, what once once you can sort of offload the players, the so called superstars that mm. you know as a manager are causing a few issues behind the scenes. And get the players that you want into the club. That mentality that you expect from from a player, and and players like Jesus and Stankenko that's come in, they have that mentality already from playing at Man City. And he knew that, and that's why he went and and bought those two lads. He knows about that mentality, and that's what you're seeing now: a rejuvenated Arsenal. Uh, and fighting for each other and not with each other you, know, you, you look at Granit Xhaka, you know, as well. I thought he was excellent again on, on, on Saturday playing further forward for Arsenal how many times was he in the box uh, causing issues so he's had a new lease of life under Miguel Artad even though he's been there a while but he's had his problems as well as we know in the past with disciplinary issues and stuff like that Uh so they look a really strong outfit. Whether well, they can stay the course or not, who knows, but, you know, they've got off their a great start. I think this will be a tight one because Bournemouth is one of those grounds that no player wants to go and visit. A bit like going to Burnley. Nobody wants to play. Uh, and Bournemouth is another one of those places where, yes, it's a lovely place to live, and it's, you know, normally... The Weller's nice and fine down there, but when it gets down to brass tacks, not the most enjoyable stadium in the world. But I can still see Arsenal coming away with the three points in a tight encounter. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go two-one Arsenal. All right, you got uh, Bournemouth to score. Um, so Untrue doesn't like it down here, does he,
1: Brad? <laughs> if you remember from yeah. a seasons yeah, ago. I remember, like, um,
2: Sorry, there. But uh, yeah, so how do you see this one, Brad? Um, well, I think think Arsenal are probably glad right now that they don't have a Leicester defender in the back line like Son because he lost the clock, didn't? He, in that form of game. Thanks for reminding me of that one. I uh, I don't erase that from memory at all. Um, I like I like. I well, was there mate don't you knock it? I was there. <laughs> well, well I feel sorry for you on that one. and I, I'm fairly sure Jerry was probably on unconscious. so I feel sorry for him if he wasn't I to sit and watch that fall apart. but Bournemouth now, apart from that game i'm I'm over the worst. Um, they're a good side. I just feel like this this game's gonna be too much for them. I, I I was really impressed with the uh, business they've done in the window. Zinchenko is a great versatile player he can play in you know he started in the midfield he, he, he's out, obviously there's an injury to Tierney, so he's obviously at left back at the moment which he's been utilized at Man City he's got a good connection through years of playing with Jesus, so you've got an instant connection with his striker he can play balls into and and again it realistically that's that was the biggest difference between Leicester and uh, and Arsenal at, at, at the weekend was they were just on f- absolute sink of, of of something we haven't seen from Arsenal in years, let's be honest. Arsenal haven't played in that sink in that way in, in, in God knows how long. So they've done really well, they've proven it and I think they're just going to be too much for Bournemouth. This might be a little bit of a welcome back to the Premiership, remember, remember how difficult this is sort of thing and I can see Arsenal winning this 3-0. You're going 3-0. Um...
1: I mean, Jerry, said earlier about the Arsenal fans, not being, you know, never being happy with Arteta. And I, I went on to a show afterwards and I said, uh, I was, in, I was only in the chat on the show and I said, surely, uh, you, you know, it was an Arsenal show. Surely you've got to be happy with that performance. And your summer binds. You can't surely find anything to moan about after that 90 minutes. I went, yeah, I don't like Arteta's game management. And I thought, you, know, you can't win, can you? You just can't win sometimes. Uh, Bournemouth, they, 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 they got the lesson, the wake-up call last week after uh, after the, the, the win in the first game against Villa. They came down to earth at Man City, and I think a lot of teams obviously will do. But I can see it being another 4-0 this time to Arsenal. Uh, I really do. So, um, yeah, welcome back, Bournemouth. <laughs> please try and stay up for me, please um oh loud. we're going back to if we go back to the 1970s we had some good clashes here the first sunday game or or the first game on the sunday again it's going to be on sky leeds united hosting chelsea well wow. <laughs> there's been some good games in the past even if you if you watch itv's the big match revisited <laughs> it's an absolutely brilliant <laughs> fight should we say well, rather right. than games
3: again oh, this is a difficult one I, through the way you're thinking Chelsea aren't you but mm. you know Leeds have done okay under under your man again his name is Skip Marsh <laughs> Jesse Marsh Marsh yeah and I thought he would be he would have, have a struggle up the season mm. uh, they've done okay and they're playing some stuff Chelsea you've got to fancy Chelsea against most oh. Chelsea know that they've got a you know they've got a they're going to keep up with the likes of the Man City's of this world. Okay, you would put, you put Liverpool in that bracket, but Liverpool are four points behind. And that is almost becoming an insurmountable uh, tally of points for Liverpool to even contemplate
2: going yeah.
3: kind of back on Man City, even at this time. Believe you me. Uh, so for me, Chelsea... You have to fancy them going into most games again. I'm, I think, I'm it's going to be tight. Well, man, I'm gonna put leads on the score so I can see 2 1 again to, to Chelsea
1: 2 1. Right?
2: Um, Brad, yeah, Chelsea seem to do well in terms of where they finished in League, but they seem to do it like a bit of a damp squid, don't they? You, you see them against oppositions and like this, as you see it on paper, you think, "Oh, they should win this," and you, you expect them sometimes to counter it, like 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 a Man City would do, and like a you know like like um, like Liverpool can do. Uh, I know Liverpool have yet to do it this season, and, and I've had a bit of a faulty start, but what you know you think Chelsea should be there, kicking back, getting three three nils casually against teams like this. It's you know it's not it's not a given by any means but you would say if you're consistently challenging in that top three that you need to be beating teams like this um with that ease and they don't seem to just be able to do it you seem to go oh they only won one nil and and for that reason i am actually going to go for chelsea to win this but only one nil right well
1: that would be a couple of tight games there um that you both reckon for that one um i i've got Leeds. i've got to be honest with you i've got Leeds finishing in 20th place um <laughs> it shows what i know because i've had a decent start um i just don't think he's the right manager for i can't i can't watch Leeds and see their story without thinking ted lasso off the off the telly. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, I didn't even know about it. My daughter obviously knows I'm a big fan, obviously. She said, have you not watched that? I went, no, sure, you've got to watch it. And I was absolutely hooked on it. I really was. But I could just see Leeds United. Um, and I've got them, say, finishing 20th. I think they were... I mean, let's be honest. We know they were... They were they, they over the luck last season. They stayed up on the last day. Uh, Chelsea, I've, I've got them for fifth. Uh, but... They did well against tottenham uh and, and at the start and then let it slip um and you know that could be their achilles heel but i can't see Leeds. i just can't see Leeds getting anything from this i'm going to go 2-0 to um to chelsea and then the next game well like we said earlier jerry west ham had one job last week yeah and they failed they failed <laughs> miserably I mean, you know, losing losing to Knox Forest, I mean, you know, it would be like a team losing to Bolton when they just got promoted. Yeah. In there. You know, you wouldn't think it would ever happen. Uh, or Hull City, for that matter. But um, God, I'm bringing back too many bad memories now. Um, but they're hosting Brighton. Brighton, flatter to deceive. Uh, everybody seems to rave about Graham Potter I thought he had a decent season last season, but for me, the jury's still out until he actually wins something or, or yeah. it's into Europe. Um, this is going to be a very tight
3: one, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think David Moyes under immense pressure already. You know, mm. he, he's obviously wanted, uh, and they need to win this game, don't they? And that yeah. sometimes can can play into the opposition hands. Especially when that game is at home, uh, like it is for West Ham, I can play into Brighton's hands So, ooh, it's a game. I've said I've seen Brighton a few times last season, uh, and I thought that, like I say, they're neat and tidy. Uh, sometimes they over they overdo it with the passing. West Ham, big, strong, physical team. You know, we've got some some good quality players, uh some good athletes. You you're thinking, how are they struggling? What is going wrong with West Ham? You know, that they haven't picked up a point yet. Uh all right, yeah, of course, you know, they played Man City in the first game, but you I mean even even the game against Forest, you're thinking you've got to fancy West Ham they get something out of that and they haven't, but I think oh, I, 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 you know what? I'm going to go for a draw because he's under pressure. moise already, you know, after last season, you know, doing so well last season. Yeah. I think he's under pressure. And Brighton, they're they're away form is last season especially was really good. By if memory serves me correctly, Brad will have all his stats on that anyway. Mm. But <laughs> yeah, I I can see them getting something out of this Brighton. I'll be honest with you. So
1: I'm going to go two two again. Going to go two two uh i've already gone as you can see there 1-1 um i i i'm i i had west ham last season struggling uh, but they proved me wrong and they they had another good season um this could be a really telling season for them brad and like jerry said you know moyes could be under pressure you know plus he's also got to think about you know every thursday is it, is it the conference i think that 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 yeah. they're, you know oh. Brighton, I said what I thought about Brighton before, but, I mean, last season, they started off really good, and I thought, come on now, prove to me that, you know, this this, this can, you know, be done with Brighton. Uh, you can actually achieve something. Then they dropped off, and I think it was about February or March, we were actually bottom of the form table. But then he clawed it back again, and they didn't finish too bad. And that's, had this been at Brighton, I might have been tempted to go for a Brighton win, but like you, Jerry, say, I've gone 1-1. Um,
2: Brad, can you see a winner in this one? I can see a winner. And, you know, just because just it was mentioned, I, I have got an interesting stat about this this fixture. In the Premier League, I could be wrong. It might be, I don't think, I wouldn't say it was the complete history, but I know for a fact it's since Brighton have been in the Premier League. Uh, they have never lost to West Ham United. Home or away, they have never lost. Oh. So I'd heard that earlier, actually, yes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know my past, like I know a few people that support Brighton and follow them on Twitter, and this was when I was told, They I've never lost to West Ham in the Premier League. So does that make the brain go, sure, bet it's going to either be a draw or a Brighton win? Or do I go with a cliche and say that all good things have to come for an end They come to an end? Uh I'm sorry to my Brighton friends, because I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go for West Ham to give David Moyes that breathing space. I agree with Jerry. I think he needs, they need to win more. Um, Brighton have had a very good start, and I don't think a defeat here is suddenly going to cause chaos. They had a very good season last season. They were looking to finish there again. Uh, but I think David Moyes gives himself a bit more time to to get things settled at West Ham and get them prepared for the Thursday, Sunday routine again for this season, and I'm gonna just edge it and break the voodoo for West Ham two one. Two one,
1: right? I hope you're wrong because I need the points to catch you up. <laughs> <laughs> being honest, being honest, uh, Gary, uh, Gary, Jerry. Next, Gary, Newcastle United. Love them or hate them, I, I'm. I'm just like any club that looks like they're gonna have a chance of smashing you know sky's favorite six club yeah um and newcastle look like they will do you know because of the finance they've got behind them plus i like the way they're doing the business i don't know the rumors with madison etc but you know they're not going out and buying names that are past the best they're not going out and um, you know, spending millions and trying to bring Messi in and all that, you know, ridiculous thing. They're taking it steady, they're taking know, they've said they're going to take it season by season, and they have got such a good manager in Eddie Howe. As I said earlier, you know, knowing what I know of him when he was down there at Bournemouth, uh, you know, he made it difficult for Leicester on quite a few times. But it's Manchester City. But it's yeah. a new castle, but there's so many butts in this one. Good
3: game. I think you're right, you know, we're taking it steady <clears throat> for Eddie High. I said, there's no there's there's no point going out going for broke You wanna see, you know, improvement, one in the way your team plays football, but more importantly, the amount of results you pick up and and, and obviously your league position. And you're obviously gonna see that this season. Absolutely. Are they big enough, strong enough? and experienced enough to stop the juggernaut that's Man City I probably don't think so this season but maybe in the next one to two seasons you may well see that with the amount of spending power and actually it's all about bringing the right the right quality of player to the club but at this moment in time I can't see anybody beating Manchester City I can see Manchester City drawing the odd game and this may well be a game that Manchester City would draw with Newcastle if it was closer to Christmas, let's say, and the fixture pilot was a bit more. You know, there was a bit more of a fixture pilot, but yeah. I can't see Newcastle or anybody else getting past Man City. So I'm going to go 2-0 to Man
1: City. 2-0 to Man City. Is it, a, is it a, a cast iron away win there,
2: Brad? It's all but a cast iron win, but Newcastle do have a habit of causing upsets. Um, more near the end of the season, though, you normally find it, and Newcastle pop up and play a Liverpool or a Man City in a crucial target game and, and and end up playing a part in being the difference in the points. They've beaten Liverpool before, they've held Man City to results. But uh, Man City just look on the ball from the get go. Ever since that Community Shield game, after that, you know, they've just been up, they've just been at the races. You know, you you may have forgiven them for only putting maybe two and a late maybe a late or a late third past Bournemouth and just kind of cruise controlling. They they were merciless. They were wanting to really show that they're up for defending this title. And I'm with Jerry. I can't see Newcastle getting anything from this game. I can maybe see possibly a breach in the defence chink in the armour but I'm going 3-1 Man City and that's being generous to Newcastle I think because I just think Man City are going to be that impressive this season. Now you see I, I need the points
1: but I was wondering whether like you say or Joey said as well you know Man City I can't see them losing many but I can see them dropping points in draws. And I think this could be one where it could happen away at New. If again, if this was at Man City, then I think it's a different game. But it, it's just this season. I think Newcastle are going to, you know, kick a few backsides. Um, I'm going two-two. I'm going to go for it. I said a Desmond there, Jerry. Mm, very cool. Yes, and I think I'm going for the shock. Um, <laughs> now we we talked Man United earlier. And um they are but well, they're making us like we're we're we not in a mess. Um or Everton, you know, next to Man United, both of us are doing great. Uh, and Liverpool, I mean it should be it should be an easy win for Liverpool, shouldn't it, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, again. Oh.
3: It's just it's one of them it's one of them ties, though, isn't it? It's one of them is it? Sort of boxer trend. It doesn't matter what sort of form the clubs are in, but it's fair to say, well, both both teams aren't in great form. Let's get it right. But mm. you know, Liverpool have got two points on the board at least. Uh
1: So it's going to be the Red Devils this weekend because Liverpool will
3: be too hot. For I, I, I I don't know how. Uh, Manchester United can go from getting beat four 0 to then turning over Liverpool. Yeah. I, I can't see it. Uh, I think there's so much stuff going off at Manchester United that isn't right that uh, it's, it's impossible for uh, the ma- the new manager who's come in there and can tag to turn that round this quick. I might be wrong, but uh, I can't see past Liverpool. Mm. And well,
1: Man
3: United fan that was in earlier he couldn't either yeah I think pretty much going on behind the scenes Mm. I don't know I can't put my finger on it I've got a bit of an idea but Manchester United did not be going to Brentford and getting beat 4-0 that's number one so there's something going on psychologically with the players that's not right Mm. and I don't think that, that changes overnight that is something that's uh you know a set in to the football club and it's really when that happens it's really difficult to get it out so for me this is a liverpool win i'm gonna go i'll give him a goal i'll go 3-1 liverpool 3-1 yeah you, you felt just a bit
1: a bit sorry for man united at the end there didn't you you know <laughs> well, you know
3: ronaldo's always capable of scoring isn't he amongst uh, if, if he's in the mood if he's well this is well, there you go. If he's yeah. in the mood,
1: yeah. yeah. Brad, I mean, I, I just said this before, and I say said, you know, Liverpool are going to be too hot even for the Red Devils, aren't they? They, they're going to, they're going to take this. And I don't, this. I mean, Rich was in earlier. I think he's gone now. Um, but I think that Ten Hag will will get it right if he's given the time. And this is something that those managers at Man United have not given them. And I think it's always been a bigger job than people realise. And I think there's a lot going on, even when Fergie was there. But because Fergie was winning things, a lot of cracks were getting papered over. You know, you don't have Louis van Gaal, who is a World Cup winning manager, suddenly becoming a bad manager when he's at Man United. So there's a lot going on. And it will probably get
2: worse before it gets better. Yeah, sadly, Manchester United fans won't want to hear it, but I think it's got to get worse before it gets better. I think there's a problem with Manchester United, as obvious as it may seem, but there's a problem all round. And I think one of the biggest problems is not just at the bottom of the league, it's not just the arguments having the grazers. It's not the fact that the fans are fighting with themselves in the stands and and, and on TV shows or, or whatnot. The biggest problem is it is comfortability and what i mean by that is they've got so comfortable to winning things whether it's titles fa cups doing well in the champions league fans have become so accustomed and comfortable to that that when when big names teams and you can say for any sport chicago balls in basketball the mid-2000s australia side for cricket because i always like to make cricket. References to Chris because he loves to sport, date Chris? Anyway,
0: I'll mean, move on. I thought we we're going
2: to go through the whole show without a cricket reference. I know, um, I know. I leave, I, I reel it out there, mate. I will leave the bait dangling. But what I mean is, you get so accustomed to seeing these teams achieve so well that when they stop doing it, you you're there as a fan going, "Where are our winners? Why are we not winning titles? I'm used to this. I demand it, and it becomes natural as as as, as a club progresses." If this was a Fergie team back in the mid-2000s that had just got stuffed, say, 4-0 by an up-and-coming Brantford, I'd have gone, I'd have been shaken and I'd have been, wow, what, what's happened here? But you'd have still gone, no, they bounce back. That's what Alex Ferguson does. He bounces back and that's what they can do. It's Manchester United, since I, I don't even think they know how to be at sixes and sevens because they're that far apart. And I honestly can see this being a drubbing. I know they've got a shaky start Liverpool, but getting a draw with 10 men and, and and not really changing it, you'd still look to good side and always look like getting something from the game just shows how they're going. And maybe they need a... You know, they can't afford Man City to win this game and then pick a third draw. Three games in or not, you cannot get yourself what would be... What would that put them? Like, six, seven points or something behind it, especially if it went wrong for them. You know, you can't do that early doors against this Man City side if you're going to push them for a title. And I, I, I think... Man City fans are going to want to hide, away. Uh, Man, Man United fans are going to want to hide away for a good couple of weeks after this one because I'm going 5-0 Liverpool. <laughs> well,
1: <Wow. laughs> Whoa. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, we're, we're laughing and going, whoa, and what have you. But, you know, last season, uh, at, at Old Trafford, Liverpool beat them 5-0. Yeah. And then at Adfield, they beat them 4-0. Um, mm-hmm. And you've got, Pundits, like, we well, got Simon Jordan, love him or hate him on uh, Talksport. I actually like him. I think he does talk a lot of sense. And he's saying Man United should have already got rid of Ronaldo this summer. And then you got Graeme Souness saying Eric Ten Hag is already fighting for his job. That's a bit silly, I've got to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, it, it is going to get worse. And this game's not going to help. Um, they're not firing on all cylinders at the moment, Liverpool. And um, we saw that last night, you know, with, with, with Palace. But I am going to go... I'm going to go 3-0, actually. Because uh, I don't think United will score. Um, if they can't get up for this game, though, Man United, then, well, boy, have they got real problems. Because this is like, you know, Leicester not getting up for the FA Cup game against Nottingham Forest. This is the big one, you know, between oh. the two sets of fans. And you know, you've got to say, Yeah, you can't do it for this. Uh, but I think, yeah, and I forget who it was that was on talk sport. One of the pundits said what you were saying, Brad, you know, that they're not used to anything else at Man United, yeah. you know, other than, than than winning. And he made the point, you know, that, that I did that you know, the there were problems when, when Fergie was there, but because he was winning got papered over you remember that jeff don't you when, when 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 we were winning that was a while ago wasn't it mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh but they no, lot spurs we've all got them beating wolves um palace uh is, is what jerry's gone for brad and me both gone for the draw um brad then went for the draw between everton and forest boo hiss just we'll, we'll remember that brad we'll remember that we'll come we know where you live <laughs> We've both gone. Me and Jerry for a Everton win. Um, Fulham um, on. Oh, well, they're getting at one point possibly. Says Jerry, myself, and Brad thinking we Brentford. None of us can see Southampton getting anything at Leicester. My God, let's hope we're all right. Uh, as indeed, Bournemouth will get nothing hosting Arsenal or Leeds hosting Chelsea. Uh, a draw for West Ham Brighton, says Jerry and myself. Where Brad has gone for 2-1 West Ham. Uh Newcastle are gonna get abs- well, I think they'll get a point at Man City. These two guys don't. And then we all think that sorry, Man United, but it's gonna be a full house with us all against um against Liverpool. As B Crom says good evening, B Crom, welcome in. Manchester United are doing that relegated, they have zero 5 I can't see them getting relegated, can you, Jerry? Oh, hang on, sorry, let me do that. I can't see them getting relegated though can you jerry who's that sorry. man united no
3: <clears throat> no chance
1: no uh, they won't go down but uh, thank you they're
3: probably going to get worse before it gets better but that doesn't mean they're going to end up in the championship
1: no lovely if they did though wouldn't it <laughs> Ooh, did i say that out loud i so sorry <laughs> jerry thank you so much for coming on pleasure and uh, like we said i i i hope I love you to bits but i hope you're totally wrong with some of your predictions as i do need the oh, points. so
3: i'm not you that don't worry and <laughs> i'll be wrong with
1: some of my predictions <laughs> people that can see in the ticker tape going across the bottom and also in the pin message in the chat on youtube that um jerry's wife is doing a walk for the sewer regis foundation which is a great great um, Charity for underprivileged children, Jerry. Just, I mean, you, you're going to enjoy ten days peace and quiet. We do that. That's the, that's <laughs> the most important thing, Chris. <laughs>
3: oh, let's help. Let's help Jerry think get about the peace and the quiet. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> know, think about to help my mental health for ten days, people. Please, this and is it. Sponsor my wife and Cyril's wife and Cyril's sister and get them on the way. The out please.
1: (laughs) And just tell them, just remind them how they can donate.
3: Yeah, so that's on the Just Given site. If you you go on the Just Given page and look for us, the Cyril Regis Legacy Trust and it'll come up with Julia Regis, Annette Tiger and uh, Denise who is, I don't think her name, obviously her name's not Regis, Denise, but she's Cyril's sister, she's doing it as well. There's a little prologue in there from all them saying why they're doing it, uh, and yeah, you know it's uh, it's it's hardcore. It's not going to be easy, that's for sure. And neither should it be.
1: No, <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy this in a sadistic sort of way. Um, well, I'm helping
3: her, I'm helping her in my way. Christian. This is the
1: encouragement, isn't it? <laughs> <what> it is. <laughs> and don't forget as well to gift aid it as well because
3: aid, Of course, uh, yeah.
1: That helps, Brilliant. Jerry. Thank you so much. Keep us in touch with how she gets on when it comes. Um, Is it
3: September? She goes, October yeah, October, October. October, around about uh, the, the sixth, the sixth, or seventh, or something about that. Yeah. October, yeah. please.
1: We, we, we will and, look up uh, for all the drunk, uh, drunk tweets because you'll be enjoying yourself so much. <laughs> 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 Don't let your wife watch this, by the way, <laughs> Jerry. Yeah, no, we wish you all so the best. Bad yeah exactly <laughs> wish you all the best and thank you so thanks much for and giving your time up guys get over there and show jerry and and uh, his wife the support thanks a lot jerry all see the you best
0: bye-bye
1: having problems with his light there was jerry by the way um he still he still shone through though didn't he whoa
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go, folks. That's the last time Jerry Tiger's going to come on the show after that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, some interesting ones there. Uh, maybe maybe I think we should go back to just predicting the win and the draw <laughs> I think to do better on that. Or oh, Steve Leinitz, if you're watching this from Spain or wherever you are on holiday, please hurry back. Please. <laughs>
2: yeah, we need him going back to predicting like Arsenal to lose six in every week.
1: Yes, I'm sure that's why I managed to come second. Brad, thank you so much, young man. Um, we're going to see be together again on Saturday, Saturday night for the post-match against Southampton when we all hope our predictions are right one way or another and we get the win. But are you back on your channel on Thursday?
2: Yes, I am. Uh, I put a poll out to ask everybody out there. It has finished unfortunately if he was thinking about it but no we're doing a show on Thursday on my channel yeah you can find a link to my YouTube channel uh at, on on my Twitter account which is at full-time focus follow me on now follow you back and you can you you, you can pop, click the link on there it's called a matter of opinion show on Thursday is talking everything from the 90s we're doing a 90s nostalgia night it's exactly what we are doing this Thursday um so yeah just click the link in that Twitter bio uh uh, at, at full time focused, click subscribe, we massively appreciate it. And yeah, join us there. And thank you again for having us on, Chris. Uh, I, I enjoy these predictions as always. Right. And I don't
1: uh, what were the 90s? I'm too young. I know.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm uh, or, sure or you were. I'm, am I too
1: old? I don't remember. Those well, I'm, t- I'm
2: talking about the year 1990. I'm talking about 1990, not, 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 not 1900s.
1: No, not 1890. That's when you were. Yeah, and-
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah Brad, mate, thank you so much as well. Good luck, guys. His link is in the description below in YouTube. Please get over there, and uh, if you if you can't remember what he it said, it's say It is in there. Give it a click and go and subscribe. A matter of opinion, uh, and that's what it's all about. Football's about it, and also Brad channel as well. A matter of opinion. Brad, thank you very much, sir. Uh, I hope you don't do well, so I can't, you know, lie and say I wish that you do, but uh, I will see you on Saturday night, and I'll try and tune in on Thursday.
2: Yeah, no worries, mate, don't worry, I might do bad, but you'll always do worse. (laughs) The problem is, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh dear, I don't like this channel.
1: Uh, the funny thing is, in the foxes one uh, on on that we do on the web, that in the first game nobody had gone for a Brentford for the draw, and therefore we all <laughs> sat on nil no point. So uh, we were all oh,
3: about
1: but, uh, Anyway, mate, thanks very much. Enjoy Thursday night. I'll try and get on like I say and and, and watch it. And if not, I will see you Saturday evening, sir.
2: Yeah. If no, I not then. I'll see you uh, Saturday. We'll but I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully.
1: Cheers, buddy. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye. So, thanks to Brad. Uh, I'll uh, make sure you get over there uh, uh, tomorrow night and check him out. Oh, Brad, don't go. Don't go, Brad. Don't go. Ah, I knew you forgot to remind me, didn't you?
2: I did forget to remind you that I forgot to remind
1: you. Yes. Uh, for those of you that are still with us, hopefully there there's enough here because this is Brad's moment. Now you may remember, you may remember last year he auditioned for Strictly Come Dancing. Didn't really go very well, did it, Brad? You know, with, with your with
2: your no, brief foresight said it wasn't nice to see me, to see me nice. so no, I
1: think it it wasn't. wasn't. Um so this year he's taken a different tact, in that he's he well obviously we, we came second in Eurovision to Ukraine Ukraine can't host it because of the troubles so we are going to be hosting in this country and um, Brad has well he put himself forward to represent the Wyi uni in the Eurovision um he went for his he went for his uh, audition Simon cow was there what
2: do you think I'm going to say to you now correct goodbye oh <laughs> by myself you couldn't win this competition if you were the only person in it in a million years sorry mate you must have known when you did that on the show yeah yeah, yeah. my 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 brain likes to make me regret things Seconds after I decided it and because in my head it's an ingenious idea and it makes everybody laugh. Then I realise I am essentially talking to a camera until people put words in, so I don't know if they found it hilarious or cringe. Uh, I found
1: it extremely hilarious, but I didn't say anything because I didn't want to spoil the surprise. That yeah, one day well, they they did did it.
2: It. well, the best <laughs> thing is you. Go... Sorry, we talk. We do this. Yeah, you know, we think we're scripted. This is how we know it's not because we talk over each other. <laughs> Sorry, do carry on. I was just going to say it it was a musical version of explaining jamie uh, Jamie Vardy's ability to be able to get the ball in that half -half. he was all by himself i summed up his second half because he was there and i put on an audition what can i say if i'm not entertaining i'm also a performer as well
1: you are totally um i've got to be honest with you i i (laughs) i couldn't believe it but Unbeknownst, though, unbeknownst that you have already been on Eurovision. Now you kept this very quiet, Brad. You, you and I'm going to have to take a while on this because this is only just coming to uh, to light. Somebody sent me this saying, "Do you know Brad's already been on Eurovision?" And I said, "Really?" And I'll see if I can bring it up. They're so amazed. <laughs> I'm not sure that this is actually going to work or not, but here we go. You see, there you are. You won for Austria a few years ago. Oh, damn it!
2: <laughs> well, they'll never accept me back on there now, will they? No, no. I was gonna win it for. You. I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna bring the Eurovision home. You know. Well, but... no,
1: like football. But yes. Yeah. Well. I and mean, you even had a sexy
2: name, Conchita. So I uh, know. Uh, I spice it up I, I do think so of cause, mate.
1: <laughs> mate, I appreciate your banter. Uh and
2: I appreciate I know, uh, I know appreciate one day you're gonna get me
1: yeah, back, that's the thing. So I'm getting in as much as I can.
2: i save at the moment, mate. You know me, I'll wait and i strike. You've seen you've seen some of the comebacks I've had on people before, especially especially Arsenal fans.
1: Yes, yeah. I mean, you don't serve... You know, revenge is not a dish served best cold for you. It's it's frozen. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah.
1: It's a block of ice tucked at you. Revenge carved into it. Please don't break in to let it go, whatever you do. Brad, no, no. thank you so much. Sir. I'll let you go and practice your singing. All the best. No See you
2: later. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs> he didn't know I was going to do that. <laughs> I'd forgotten about it. <laughs> but... uh Bless him, bless him. He he, does, he doesn't think before he says things, uh, but that is available on the well, no, it's not full, but it's just a, It's got sort of starting and ending, but it is available on Leicester Till I Die TV. As in, as is also, we had a bit of a semen lobbing moment. Yeah, you really, really, really don't want to ask. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Just a reminder: this is where we, your, where you can Watch this on YouTube.
0: listen on your favorite podcast platform,
1: or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die." Broadcasting live worldwide. We were going to be back tomorrow at nine o'clock. Uh, unfortunately, um, one of the contestants is going to be uh, West Ham versus uh, Man United quiz. Um, home or away, one of the guys can't make it. So we're trying to rearrange that. So at the moment, I haven't got a show tomorrow at 9, unless I can come up with one. Uh, If anything you guys want to see, message me on Twitter, at Leicester TID, and I will do my best to to try and fit it in for you. Other than that, we'll be back at 9 o'clock with um, the uh, Southampton preview. And I'm on their show tomorrow at eight as well. So, um, nine nil again? Probably not. Thanks for watching. And if you've been listening on podcast, thank you very much for listening. Take care, stay safe, and don't do anything I want to enjoy. Good night now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time.
3: Watching these videos are tremendous. you better like them too
1: or I'll be back. Cool, I'm out of here. Ooh, that's a wrap.
0: Some people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Audiment delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in?